0: And now for something completely
1: different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid, even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas, because our help comes from the lord. First, what is better than John 3:16? Let's let's use the King James version for this bad boy. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The gospel in a verse. But there is another verse that drips of a similar power and passion. And I don't know why that would surprise us, and we will examine it. Next, this section of Scripture that we're going to look at uh, demonstrates the demonic and evil spirits of the people that say... Now listen to... I'm going to repeat this because how important this is. I don't do this often, and anybody will tell you. But for me to repeat an intro is really, really important. This section of Scripture that we're going to review is going to de- demonstrate the demonic and evil spirits of the people that say prayers and good thoughts are not enough. Imagine if they said that to Jesus. Picture a person in leadership saying prayers are not enough to Jesus who consistently preached that prayer could move mountains and open the opportunity for miracles. Can the spokesperson for a government official or a government official be any more demonic than this anti-Jesus position? It's terrible. And finally, as the year winds down, it will also wind down of our often appreciated Pastor Ray's devotional book, This Day. Pastor Ray is not gone, hanging out with JC, which makes me jealous, and uh, never to be forgotten because his kingdom efforts will endure for eternity. Pastor Ray writes about the need for us to be able to see God. God's power is all around us. We don't even notice it. The power of spiritual sight is glorious. And without seeing his operations, we miss the miracles. David Spoon's life has been an
0: experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
1: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Doesn't that sound good? You should be prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and, oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at org. That's david at org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. During the show, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. People say you repeat the numbers all the time. Why? Cause new people listen all the time. So you got to be like, oh yeah, we that's gotta, a great thing to do. You gotta, you gotta, gotta help them out. Gotta help them out. So you call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. Something unique will happen because you will end up talking to. Dynamite D. Hello,
2: lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite.
1: Talking to Dynamite D, that's the same feeling you get is when you come to the end of your work week and there's not much left.
2: I'm looking forward to that, actually. Thank you for that one.
1: <laughs> Every once in a while, you just got to go, <sighs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Just like, okay. I mean, I've been just like, okay, okay, looking for a break. Uh, I am going to watch, uh, you know, Felix the Cat. I mean, that's the kind of stuff.
2: So it's not I've just been. me. Thank you for that one, Dave. It's not,
1: it's not just you. All right, so uh, bottom line is if you've got an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question, we want you to engage with us. It's, it's awesome. Certainly you'll get to answer trivia. I'll give you that trivia question in a second. But you can also have that opportunity to have other people join in your struggle with you by praying with you in regards to something. And this audience is spectacular at carrying burdens and helping people and praying through situations. Absolutely, absolutely stellar. And maybe you've got something that the Lord's like, ah, this is what the Lord's been doing. It's so good. I'm so happy about it. I want to share it with people. That blesses people. It doesn't mean you're favored over those other people. It encourages people to understand that God is continually working amongst his kids. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord. There's one king. There's one father. There's We're blood relatives through the blood of Jesus Christ, and we drink of one Holy Spirit. And it's like, that is... our unity you're not gonna let the enemy split that apart you can have the different functions of worship praise the lord it's great want to dress up dress up don't want to dress up don't dress up you want to stand stand you want to sit sit you want to roll over who cares do you love the lord right on that's the direction we're going so if you got something you want to share you reach out to us we're here for you do our best to uh to encourage you here is your trivia question who said this if you guys don't get this I'm going to be very, Can I am I allowed to say I'm going to be very upset if you guys don't get this Who said Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him All right. Who said that? We should be getting a whole bunch of floods on that one. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he org. That is the question. Who said, who said, who said... Uh, where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Who said this? You guys should be able to get that one. Uh quick reminder, just briefly, don't forget there's a bazillion podcast. I think we actually have and I'm working on this to get a uh a search engine for our podcast so because there's thirty four hundred hours. That's
2: a lot of hours.
1: That's a lot of hours. So so I'm trying to figure out – the only way to do that, by the way, is for them to be able to use some of the descriptions as some of the poll So I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure that out. So you guys can be in prayer for me because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Somebody says something, I go, what do I do? Turn it on? <laughs> That's how bad I am. All right, so we got that rolling. You got the question rolling. Uh, should not be uh, that uh, difficult uh, for most people. Who said – where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Uh, reach out to us if you know. 972-445-0770 is the call. 214-210-8483 is the text. And let's get into this teaching. So John 3.16 is by far, uh, I mean, you could you could easily say it's the most well-known verse in the, in the New Testament. Uh, and probably in the entire Bible you could say the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want would be a competitor because you have the entire Old Testament, and that really is one that really uh, stands out, or even in the beginning. That's That's another classic. So I love st- stuff like that because it's summation stuff. And I'm for me, I'm a summary guy, so it's easier for me to process. When we were talking yesterday about Peter preaching to Cornelius, how he just said there is peace with God through Jesus Christ, that's the whole of it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, that's so good. It's like it's just it's simple. And a person like me, uh, as much complexity as you think exists in my mind, there's a lot more Play-Doh than there is wisdom, and so therefore I need simple. All right. So I came across this, and it's not that I haven't thought about it before, but I love the way it communicates it. And sometimes you read a verse, and if you ever notice this, it strikes you different. It's not that uh, you're necessarily wiser, although certainly you're in a different place in life from, from time to time. But the word of God is alive. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 teaches us that it's alive and active. The same word for Jesus being alive in regards to after his death. So alive means alive, and I mean alive and living. So this passage in John six forty, I thought was just fascinating, and I just want to kind of dive into it for a second. It says this, For this... Is the will of my Father that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So I read a verse like this and I just immediately go into my brain goes into I want to break this down piece by piece. This is the will of my father. That does not mean that everybody will respond to this. This is the word will means desire. I mean this is what the father wants. It's not going to happen because people are going to rebel, but this is what the Lord would prefer. Now when God imposes his will, there's no stopping it. Okay? If God decides this is going to happen,
0: Good <laughs> no point,
1: A. It's, it's really important to understand that difference. And then there's this other part where God's like, yeah, I really wish you guys would do this. <laughs> kind of attitude? So it's just understanding those differences. And it says this, that everyone who looks on the sun, and this is referring to the Son of God, not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N, that everyone who looks on the Sun believes in him. Now Again, the word believes, B-E-L-I-E-V-E-S, is the continual present action of what's being discussed. So when you look at John 3.16, it says the same thing when it says, uh, whosoever believeth. The reason there's a th at the end is because it's believes, or the perfect present tense of the action. So this is the exact same thing. If you look on the sun and believe, you're going to have eternal life. It's like, well, but you got to do this, and you got to do this, and you got to do this. Stop making Jesus complex. Listen to what it says. Everyone who looks on the sun and believes in him should have eternal life. This is what God is making the promise to. And then Jesus steps in and goes, and I will raise him up on the last day communicating to you Jesus is the one who's going to you know we're getting up we, the nap you're going to take when you die is a dirt nap and it's a short-lived one and then that will be over because Jesus is going to raise you up on the last day it's the will of God it's for those who looks they they look they for everyone that looks which is again a perfect present tense word continually looking on the son of god and believes continually believing in the son of god that he that person will have eternal life. But Dave, what if they were really bad? What if they what if they committed awful awful sins? You know, you mean like King David who orchestrated murder or assassination because he committed adultery? That kind of evil? So he orchestrated death, used war, used the government to have to his own means, and yet God forgave him? It's like, see, what you can't do is you can't say, well, but there's a certain qualification of person. Really? Paul was involved in much death. He's the one that gave approval for the death of Stephen, the first martyr in the church. Just think about it. And that unleashed. Well... You want to be careful using phrases like holy hell, but I mean, it's like holy hell upon the early church. Persecution went, that just opened the door. Here's what I want you to get. You cannot do more than the blood of Jesus can save you from. Just stop. I mean, I know you're bad. You want to know why I know you're bad? Want to know why? Because I know I'm bad. That's why. I mean, I'm not even don't not play that game. People, oh, I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not. I'm forgiven. I stand in that forgiveness. I don't even. I don't mind telling anybody. I I actually had somebody say to me when I first started radio, "Don't tell people about your drug pass. I said, "Why?" And they said, "Because it it it, it uh, undermines your credibility." I said, "What cred? I don't have any credibility." That's the testimony. That's exactly right. See, this is why I like D. It's the test. It's the very thing that God wrote for me. It's my life. It's, it's my book that he wrote. He's the author and finisher of my faith. I guess an author writes the book. And so Jesus is right. And part of that is I was a mess mess. I'm still a mess, but I was a mess mess. Now I'm just a mess.
2: <laughs> you were dirty, dirty. Now just a little bit.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> but my favorite line is I was a mess, but I was God's mess. <laughs> so therein lies that big difference. Look. You look upon the sun. You believe in him. You have eternal life. Keep it there. Who's who's looking to make this complex? People in their flesh. That's who. Uh, who's the one who said? Uh, who said? Where's the one who's born king of the Jews? We saw his stars in the east and have come to worship him. Uh, and I just want to point out that besides people saying the magi and all that, so that we had many people say the wise guys, <laughs> which I like it. <laughs> The wise guys did it. It's the wise men, but the wise guys. That was pretty good. I will take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion introducing cow punch sites cow punch sites can help you create and maintain a quality website from design to security cow punch does it all cow punch is a family-owned and operated business taking a fresh approach to business lots of clients at lower prices make mom happy
1: the most significant benefit of working with cow punch sites is that you work with real people not cheesy templates that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops. Sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites. $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. CowPunchSites.com dad. Here's what I want you to get. Here's what I want you to understand. Bad news does not necessitate that there is nowhere else to go except to weep. In Psalm 112, verse 7, the scripture says, He will not fear bad news. His heart is confident, trusting in the Lord. It's not pie in the sky to look at the situation go, Gosh, it's terrible, but I'm going to hold hope because hope is the only thing I have to move past it. If it never comes about, that's fine, but I'm going to live every day believing that there's a better tomorrow. When people think of that they think oh Christianity it's a crutch it's it's uh, you know it's uh, it's the opiate of the of the of the people is what Karl Marx said. It takes more guts, more strength, more determination in this day and age to be a Christian and to stand in your faith than it does to be any other thing that there is because it's the Christians who are under persecution and it's the people of faith that are getting slaughtered and oh by the way throughout the world that's taking place
0: You may be from a Baptist background a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience.
1: On To the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Get ready for your next trivia question. I gotta tell you this ahead of time because we've had this happen before, okay? So the last trivia question, right? Uh we had to do with the wise men, right? The one before that had to do with Jesus, okay? This trivia question is not. Jesus. Okay, is that is that, I mean, is that, is that a
2: disclaimer? Yeah,
1: I, I mean, you can't, I can't, I can't say that any clearer for those who are looking for it. Who prayed, Lord, do not let this sin be held against them. Ha, 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 ha. Al writes, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, It's on a roll. <laughs> All right, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Joanne and Cordelia, pow, pow. Uh, also, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he increase.org. We do have our uh, slew of jokes. They are not necessarily that uh, – well, some of these are kind of funny. Uh, this second one, so they're they're short one liners. So I got to tell D what's going on. So they're short, they're one line, they're mostly one liners, like two three lines kind of thing. The second one's my favorite, but you'll have to evaluate. Okay, all right, because I give him permission. You know, he can he gets to he has control, he has authority. Tremble. Okay, here's your first one. Children's church teacher asks her class why Joseph and Mary took Jesus with them. To Jerusalem, a small child replied, because they couldn't get a babysitter. <laughs> okay, wait. Now, I happen to think this is hilarious, okay? This is my kind of joke, right? Do you know what Winnie the Pooh and John the Baptist have in common? Do you know what Winnie the Pooh and John the Baptist have in common? What's that name? Their middle name. Winnie the See? win the jock the Baptist. Yeah, this display now. I got it.
0: That's a good one.
1: Uh, do you know the disciples first baptized? Uh, the, uh, the, did you know that the disciples first baptized the Mouseketeers? It was Peter, Andrew, and his brother cast a net. Into the lake. So that's only funny if you're older and you understand that Annette Fenichello was a musketeer. Okay, that's, you gotta work with that one. All right, three children usually were able to persuade their dad to take them to a fast food restaurant right after church. One Sunday he protested. Why does it say in the, where does it say in the Bible that you should always get something to eat and drink after church? A quick thinking daughter replied, where it says, blessed are those who are hungry and thirst after righteousness. Yeah, that's all right. You're killing me, small. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, okay, an irate father broke up a fight between two sons and demanded to know who started it. I thought I made it clear that I will not tolerate, uh, fighting, he shouted. Uh, now, which one of you started it? Uh, he did, replied the firstborn son. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a fight until he hit me back.
0: <laughs> so he hit
1: him, and then it wasn't a fight until he hit him back. Okay. Hey, nobody said you were getting uh, high-quality stuff here.
2: I think I like the eating one the best. Uh, the which one? Eating out eating the church. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the Winnie the Pooh. This. I'm sorry. See, that's where my humor lies. Therein lies the problem. Because one thing has nothing to do with that. Oh, wait, their middle names are the same. Anyway, um, uh, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, trivia question. We have no idea. We don't have any idea. Uh, who prayed, Lord, do not let this sin be held against them? Only in this particular answer it's not Jesus though Jesus did pray that this is not the one that we were that's not the one we're looking for. In the meantime now I'm going to try not to get it mad. I'll Do my best, okay? So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm trying to laugh before I do it. Okay. Uh 2nd Chronicles 32, 10 through 12. This is what King Sennacherib of Assyria says, "What what are you trusting in, you who remain under the siege?" of Jerusalem. Isn't Hezekiah misleading you to give you over to death by famine and thirst when he says, The Lord our God will deliver us from the power of the king of Assyria? Doesn't Hezekiah, didn't Hezekiah remove his high places and his altars and say to Judah and Jerusalem, You must worship before one altar, and you must burn incest before it incense before it. So you would think, okay, just so I can make sure we understand what's going on here, you would think what King Seneca is he's really saying is, I can't believe you're trusting in God to help you guys out of this situation. After all, Hezekiah is the one who's saying you should worship before the altar. You must burn incense, the the Army that uh, this king of Assyria had was 185,000 people coming against less than 20,000, and so it was a, just to a, get a massacre about to take place. And you know what? Uh, you know what? Hezekiah told the people to do. Ready? Send up prayers. <laughs> and, this, and so here, here you have a uh, a king who doesn't follow the Lord. Going, what are you going to do? Send up <laughs> prayers. And it's like, how does people not make the correlation between that and some of the politicians going, sending up prayers is not enough? It's like, you know, there was a king who said that, and God wiped out 185,000 of his soldiers in one night from one angel just because the people sent up prayers.
2: Great correlation.
1: It's like just think about that, and those people are like, "Oh, it's not enough. It's enough." So I want, I want Jesus to be in front of them, and I want them to say to Jesus, "Sending up prayers are not enough." Do you know how fast they would be humiliated? I mean, just think about it. And I am, t- I get tired of it. You know, I'm not into the, but it's just so absurd when they, it's just I have zero problem with people trying to structure the laws and get so Got it. Got it. Got it. But don't diminish the power of praying, which changes the universe, which Jesus took quite some time of his teachings saying nothing is impossible to him that believes and that prayer was the effective tool to change the world. And to say that doesn't work is to say that Jesus is a liar. Now let's bring out those people and ask them. You see? you see how that works? It's like, wait, 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 wait. you saying, you saying that could solve all your problems? Do you know what we tell you all the time in this show? Well, we'd love you to give. If you can't give, what do we ask you to do? What do we ask people to do?
2: So pray
1: for us. Pray for us. Send up prayers. Because it changes the universe. It changes this world and every world around it. And those people, and it's demonic. I know you guys know it's so demonic for them to—they're actually teaching people to do contrary to Jesus,
2: anti-God,
1: dude. anti-right, it's anti-Christ. And it's just like remember John said uh, the Antichrist is coming, and now there are many. In other words, there's, there's all, its right there. That doesn't mean you shouldn't pray for these people. That doesn't mean you shouldn't care. Doesn't mean you shouldn't love. You're supposed to love your enemies. But don't pay attention to their counsel because by not listening to the king of Assyria, God wiped out the king of Assyria and Assyria, and Israel was sustained. That's all you got to know. Yeah, just, just by lifting up the incense before the Lord. <laughs> How can that happen? Because he's God. That's how that can happen. Okay, uh, final on the trivia question. I just had to get that out. Uh, who prayed, Lord, do not let this sin be held against them? For those of you that do not, that was Stephen, the first martyr of the church. When they were they were killing him, he's like, don't hold this against him, against them. What a great example. Of course, he was following the example of Jesus. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break.
3: Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM.
1: The David Spoon Experience. Teaching time. I don't know how we're going to do the breaks, Gabriel, so just look at me. I'll let you know. I mean, is the best I can tell you. Because I'm going to teach you something that I hope I, I – there's no way I can teach this. It's I can't teach the worth. I can't teach the value. But I'm going to do my best to share with you my heart in this process. As American people – as people who live in America, we have been granted the right to pursue happiness. And I want to make sure you understand what that this means. We have a preamble to the United States Declaration of Independence. And the preamble to the Declaration says we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness happiness now i do want to point out it does not say life liberty and the provisions of or for happiness in other words the rights that we have in the preamble is that we get to pursue happiness not that it's provided for us by the government so that's kind of an important point for people to recognize it would be nice if they quit try to quote, quit trying to quote our founding fathers and then say they're entitled to something because of that provision because it never says that Welcome back to the Can't David Spoon sign. Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the True Station. That's KAAM 770, the True Station, here in Texas. So, we're going to pray for one of our listeners. We're not going to say their names because they're going to keep it confidential. But uh, this person's grandson's girlfriend was pregnant, and she lost the, just lost the baby. So we just want to pray for them for comfort and wisdom and so on. So let's just do that together collectively uh, as a group. Let's pray, Father. We come before you right now. Uh, one of the things that we can rejoice in, Lord, is that the children that the something when it happens when they're from in the, from in the womb to pass the womb to, to the birth stage, Lord, children are innocent in your eyes, and you protect them and keep them and you bring them unto yourself. And even David, your your one your devoted follower, when the child was lost, recognized that he would go and see the child someday. So he knew, and so Lord, we know that you've protected these children, and we just thank you for that. But we pray for ministry to those that have the loss, that you would bring comfort, as you are the God of comfort, and you would give wisdom to the people around, that it might instruct people there not to become bitter and not to turn their face away from you. Live them up before you and pray your grace in their life. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so, uh, got so much stuff to cover too. Not next week, but the week after, I think we start First Timothy. Don't forget we have a modified schedule. I can't stress that enough because what's going to happen is that modified schedule is going to get here. and I'm going to get 900 texts. Where is
2: Dave? Where are you? Where are you? What
1: are you doing? So I'm telling you that ahead of time so as to be aware of that. That's awesome. Uh, We will do our trivia question. Very tough trivia question, by the way. So get ready. Which, I'm not that tough, but which Moabite woman said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover green. Which Moabite woman said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up. The leftover grain. Okay, in the meantime, we do have somebody who's calling in. They want to call a question and comment, something like that? Not a question. Okay, fire that person through. Uh, uh, Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, good afternoon. Hey, brother, how are you?
2: Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm I'm uh, doing good. My wife's going to be working sixty trillion hours in the next five days, so I'm not excited about that, but <laughs> I'm I'm surviving it. <laughs> well, wow.
2: Well, well, I'll pray for her.
1: Yeah. And you. Please, please do.
2: <laughs> hey, David. So I know I know that time is of essence, especially in the radio. But- um, I just wanted to get your, your thoughts on something that was told to me today in a work environment. Okay. Um, like um, a coworker, um, without me giving you so much details of what I do, etc. Right. Um, the, my coworker just basically said, "Look, you just uh, just keep pressing away. Just keep just keep plugging along." How can you and us, as trying to be Christ-like on a on a daily basis, how can we compare that? Um, how can we analogize that, if you will? Just keep plugging away. You know, with all the you know the falls that we do sometimes. The, the, um, what's it called? The step backs or the what do you do whenever you mess up and
1: yeah, you mean get back you, on the when, horse? Right. When you when you fall back or when you uh, backslide.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. Then yeah, when you
1: backslide. Up. So, hi,
2: give me just give me a a, a good a good um, uh, you know something good to go into the weekend to say, hey man, just keep pressing, just keep doing what you're doing because. At the end of the day, the the, the target is what the, the you know that that's the whole goal. Of the, at the end of the day, the target to be Christ like. Okay. Uh, and as always, thank you so much for all you do. Uh, love your show. Love you, your family, and uh, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank all you.
1: Right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Okay. All right. So I want to answer his question because he asks an excellent question about uh, basically about perseverance. Now we talked about it a little bit the other day on Wednesday on perseverance on on, on the Romans twelve, but I want to use the the Galatians 6 text to give to Sergio so that he can use this to uh to help him uh move forward. Because this is as specific as you can get. So you just said what do you do to what do you do to keep what do you do? <laughs> okay, which is like a great question, right? Okay, so I'm gonna read Galatians chapter six, all right. And we're going to start with verse nine. All right And pretty much end it it in verse 9, because the answer is Galatians 6, 9. This is the one time that 69 really applies. Galatians 6, 9. Here's what it says. So don't get tired of doing what is good. Don't get discouraged or give up, for we will reap a harvest of blessing at the appropriate time okay So when we're talking about perseverance, I mean I, I, I look at that passage and I think that is very very specific about perseverance. Here is what Paul is writing to the to the church. Galatians 6:9 Sergio and look it up and do you, you really want to be blessed look it up under Bible Hub and look at the 25 different translations and it just really will bless you. Don't get tired of doing what is good. There's another translation that says, don't get tired of doing what is right. Don't get tired of doing what is good. Don't get discouraged and give up. For we will reap a harvest of blessing at the appropriate time. The Lord is so gracious to us. And he's like, don't quit. Don't give up. Just keep pushing on. There's a passage where Jesus was making reference to the return, and he says, but when the Son of Man comes, well, will, will, will the people, people be uh, faithful? In other words, this was in the context, so you can know, of prayer, and he was talking about people praying, and what happens is this, and this is why you, you hear me uh, contend for this a lot. The, the whole story behind it, and I teach this on, a, on this teaching in prayer, is that Jesus was teaching them to pray, and that they got to keep praying and they got to keep going and got to keep persevering and people are like well how long do you pray how long do you pray and jesus in the story says uh you know keep praying don't give up when the son of man comes will he find faith in other words when he does respond is that faith that you offered up the prayer in the same faith you're staying in or did you drop your faith i believe you can do this lord and it's day seven. I believe you can do this, Lord. And it's day 70. I believe you can do this, Lord. <laughs> and then it's day 700. I can believe you can do this, Lord. You see what I'm saying? It just kind of does this diminished thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. You understand? No, 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 no. You keep going. 6-9 in Galatians. Don't get tired of doing what is good. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. We will reap a harvest of blessing. At the appropriate time. It's the old story. So I did sales. You guys know I did a whole bunch of things. I did with professional athletes I did all this weird stuff anyway uh, there's this old story about the guy who had uh, spent a lot of money trying to find this vein of gold and so he dug and he dug and he dug he spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and he just kept getting nowhere kept getting nowhere and he just was like I can't do this I'm just I'm just out I'm done and he quit and he sold it to this other guy and this other guy went in and three feet later the guy found all the gold and just like and sure it's a story. The principle is solid. You don't give up three feet before you're about to strike. And so the Lord is saying to us, hey, you to stay in that faith that you started with. And the Lord is saying to us, keep going. There's a blessing. There's a grace. There's a mercy. There's a kindness that God has for you. It's outstanding. It's phenomenal. It's wonderful. Don't miss it. And the way to miss it is to quit. And that's it. I mean, I know that sounds like, well, that's what you mean. Well, you can, quit, you, know, you can quit believing, you can keep standing firm and and you're just going to fall down, right? So what Sergio asked was a great question because it's like there is, there is probably 20 other passages, but I'm sticking with Galatians 6, 9. I can take you into James and into Peter and I can take you into Hebrews, which is another wonderful, there's another passage in there. And then back over to Hebrews chapter uh, 12, you can't beat that about keeping your eyes on Jesus. Listen, God is going to bless you. But you must keep going because the blessing—listen to this—has to come at the appropriate time, not the time you designate. Your watch, your Timex, is not as good as God's Timex. Okay, your what is it, Movada, Murata? What is that? Movada. Your Movada watch ain't as good as His. God has one that's intertwined with all of time. He knows exactly when the blessing should come and when it's too early and when it's too late. In fact, in the Psalms, it says that your fruit might ripen in its season in the right time. So you be steadfast. You be immovable. We've talked about this because uh, it's, it's the best illustration. Have, but you, you be that bulldog of faith. I always think of that because my son had a bulldog. And uh, his name was Dookie. And he was a real bad dog. <laughs> was, and you want to know why he was a really bad dog? He was so stubborn. This was the, And this is like the classic dog in a cartoon. It's what he looked like, right? Stubborn be that in faith immovable, not willing to alter, not for a moment. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to stop believing. I'm not going to stop asking. I'm not going to stop pursuing. I'm not... Here, Galatians 6.9, Galatians 6.9, Galatians... I am going forward. I am standing firm. People think you're crazy. So what? Who cares? They already think you're crazy. What are you you're trying to... Do you, who are you, Whose approval are you seeking? If you're seeking God's approval... That Greek word, to be persistent, also means annoy. (laughs) Learn Yiddish, my friends. Annoy the Lord. Don't stop. Keep going. Because there is a reward. There is a reward. Remember faith. Without faith it's impossible to please him. For those who come to God must believe that he is. And a rewarder of those who seek him. There is a reward, okay? All right. I uh, will answer the trivia question, so we'll just kind of fire off on there. Uh, which mobile woman said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain? And that, of course, would be Ruth. I was going to give you the baby Ruth hint, but there, we didn't have any time, so we'll go from there. Great question, Sergio. Love you, brother. Have a awesome weekend, by the way, brother. Uh, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on K-A-A-M-770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere.
0: What is the David Spoon experience?
1: The word gospel means good news. Now, that's, fun- that's funny in the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But the fact of the matter is God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us. And that is, get ready, good That's a good thing. So if you take a look around, right, just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio, like us, search the Internet, get on Facebook, read magazines. The one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest, right? Right. If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset, and it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the King of Kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble. In the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? Because remember, Jesus did come to set the captives free, right? In Psalm 112, verse 7, King David writes, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Man Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Where were we offer there for a little second, was it? Was, it, was, it, was it, the volume went up? I didn't know what happens. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> We're having quite the show, though, huh? That was fun. That was a good, that was a great call by Sergio. Great question, wasn't it? I mean, I thought that was really good. So we've got a very tight time frame, and because then we go into the weekend, as you know, and uh, uh, here's what we got to do. We've got. a trivia question. We've got our history and we've got our last teaching. So we've got three things that we're going to line up together and give you guys a shot at and see what we can come up with. Number one, which prophetic figure claimed after me will come more one more powerful than I whose sandals I am not fit to carry? Who said that? 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. I feel I've infected Christianity because of the way everybody's answering. Nobody's actually using the proper name. They use the name we use on the show. Uh 445 770 Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. Somebody is calling in. And then additionally, uh we have the David that he must increase. Dot org is the email, so uh, that's a pretty straightforward question. We'll see if somebody's ready to answer the question or not. So we're kind of waiting on that as uh, Dynamite D is talking to them. I'm gonna try and get this last teaching in the best I can. I'm just hoping that it will work. Uh, so the trivia question is What prophetic figure claimed after me will come one more powerful than I? Whose sandals I am not fit to carry, and we do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock knock. This is David, who am I talking to? This is Cordelia,
2: and this is Joy Ann. Happy birthday tomorrow, Dr. David. <laughs> you guys, TV, TV. We love you. We love you, we love you in the morning and we love you in the night, we love you when you're with
1: a bed, even out of fire. oh, we love you, we love in the bed, sign them up gold record coming up right now
2: (laughs) (laughs) we do know the um, trivia answer but we just want to say you're such a blessing to us and we learned that song as an adjunct to our birthday songs uh from our missionary aunt and uncle so it's a holy song (laughs) that is
1: classic classic all right go ahead and give me the trivia answer do you As remember this. That's right. <laughs> and you know you know what everybody typed in? They typed in Johnny B. <laughs> I know. We're learning. We said that too, but we'll be official. <laughs> Thank <That's> you, ladies. <laughs>
2: We'll let you get on to teach, but have a wonderful birthday tomorrow. Right, thank You're a hero. You. You're a hero. The best ever. The best yes. ever. God bless you.
1: Right, bless, Hurry on. bless you both. <laughs> okay, thank you. Back right. at you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> These guys are crazy. That was
2: amazing.
1: Yeah. This shows you guys are nuts. <laughs> You're all nuts. I mean, not just them. You're all nuts. Okay. But then you're in good company. So you're listening to the show.
2: That was really great. Dave. That, that was, was a great piece of radio right was, there.
1: Can't can't make stuff like that up. Can you? This is not possible. So I'm going to be 51 again, 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 again. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's A- hey,
2: happy birthday, young
0: in, in the land of the living, day.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, p- personally, as my wife said, yes, you just want to depart. That's why you're going to live longer. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> okay. Let's do history, which I find to be amazing. So let's, let's do it. Go. Let's go. All right, for those that do not know, today is uh, the Business of Popping Corn Day. Not Popcorn Day, but the Business of Popping Corn Day. I don't even so know what, what is, that means. Okay, so It's like a business. The business, I don't know. National Fritters Day. So for those who don't know what that is, apple fritters, corn fritters, crab fritters, hush puppies, that's fritters. Good yes. stuff. Uh, and then this I want to tell you, I've never told this before, but uh, it's a Safety Razor Day. And I just want to say that for my birthday this year, I got a head shaver.
2: It's a pretty good gift.
1: Yeah. So I've never had one. It's phenomenal. I I mean I normally it takes me like a half hour. It took me three minutes. Oh wow. I'm, I'm like, hello. A good one. <laughs> hello. I mean, that's just saving me. Like anything to save me time like that. It's like, that's right. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh let's see. Uh, 1969 on this day That's a long time ago Boeing 747 The 350 to 500 passenger jet Made its first public flight It flew from Seattle, Washington To New York City On this day in 1941, first around-the-world commercial flight. The first around-the-world commercial flight took off from San Francisco. This Pan American Airways flight arrived in New York City January 6th, covering about 31,000 miles. That's amazing. And then in 1982 on this day, the first person to receive a permanent artificial heart. There you go. There, that's our history. All right, we're going to close out with little Pastor Ray. Pastor Ray is my bud. He went to be with the Lord uh, earlier this year. I'm still mad at him because uh, we were supposed to actually get together, talk, and have him on the show. And then a uh, week later, be week before that happened, he passed away. And uh, so he owes me one. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say when I go to heaven. You still owe me a show. Uh, let me read this to you and just follow along. I think you guys will appreciate it. It says more than just an average, uh, then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and the mountains was full of horses and chariots and fire all around Elijah. Sometimes we just don't see what God is doing in our lives and we are left confused, fearful and wondering. Elisha was a finely tuned prophet of God. So in tune, in fact, he could spiritually eavesdrop on Israel's enemies and know everything about their plans to attack. Elijah would pass the information on to Israel's king. Can you imagine what an advantage this was for Israel? Even in a football game, if you know the other team's plays and what they're going to do and when they're going to do it, you could take advantage of that and win. Well, Elijah's eavesdropping must have infuriated the king of, As- king of Syria. He couldn't catch a break, so he decided to send his entire army after Elijah and take him out. One day, Elijah's servant got up early and saw the Syrians massed against them, and understandably, he panicked. What are we going to do? We're going to die. We're going to die. I could see that Elijah might have been yawning. <laughs> That's just right. I can see Elijah might have been yawning and telling his servant not to worry, saying those who are with us are more than those who are with them. After Elijah prayed, the Lord opened the servant's eyes and, oh, what he saw, the hills were full of horses and chariots of fire. God wants to do the same in his church today. Satan can't make a single plan in secret. He can't go off and huddle with his demons without God knowing exactly what he's up to. And yet, we keep looking at the enemy and what he's doing. We see division and hatred, evil, injustice, violence, and murder, and feel like the world is falling apart. No, it's not. We have more than just an advantage. God has the world surrounded. He's got every nation surrounded. He's already won the battle 2,000 years ago. His second coming is simply a mop up operation. After his representatives were the, uh, after, uh, and his representatives, which is us, were the occupying army enforcing the victory, tearing down strongholds and taking back territory illegally held by the enemy. May the Lord open our eyes like he did for Elijah's servant to see we've already won and are surrounded by heaven's resources. Now, just think about this. Is that, is that just like you just read it and you go, Pfft. One day I want to write something too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's the, here's the thing. I know it's weird, but it's only weird because we can't see. It's not weird for God. The Lord's not up there going, whoa, didn't see that coming. That caught me off guard. Boy, oh boy. I better reverse time. That's not happening. The Lord is never caught off guard, not by what happens to us as his individual children, collectively as a church, or to any nation. There is nothing that any king, dictator, queen, or any person of authority anywhere can do that God does not know. And this is where we go to the, hey, here's an idea, read the end of the book. Guess what? We win. And so in that framework, we need to understand that sometimes our vision is less than spiritual. In fact, the truth be told, sometimes our vision is downright polluted. It's like I wear uh, reading glasses, right? Have you ever tried to use reading glasses with a bunch of dirt on them? makes it really hard to read. It's just like it's impossible. It's bad enough you got to use the glasses, right? And then you put dirt on it. We, We get to see the dirt up close. We need to pray that God will give us the eyes that connect us to him, the heart that connects us to him, the mind that connects us to him, The hands and feet that connect us to him The mouth that connects us to him We need to see with God Because every time you do Just like we talked about yesterday and the day before And the day before and the day before And a thousand times before here in Texas Every time you see with God The picture is different Okay? Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 70-and-one-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then.
0: The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM DJRD Broadcasting or its sponsors.